0: Welcome to the Boss Podcast, the best of social selling. Your host, Mark McGinnis, Australia's number one social seller, author of Tactical Pipeline Growth, and B2B Sales Trainer, brings you expert opinion, tactics, and discussion to help you get more out of your time on social. Who wouldn't want to increase their response rates by 200 to 300%? Incorporating video messaging as part of your sales process has been growing in popularity even well before isolation. Why is video working so well? Well, more people are likely to open videos in their work from home environment, probably due to being less concerned about the noise. And there's an increase of sellers sending video messaging, mostly due to the reduction of our ability to be able to hold face-to-face meetings. So it's no wonder video is going ballistic. Personally, I've used video on and off since early 2017, And I've increased the use of video in my outbound on social in the last few months simply because it's giving me the very best results. I find it's personalized, quick to produce, and most importantly, it gives me the highest response rates possible. Matt Barnett, CEO and Papa Bear of Bonjoro, joins me on the pod to share some examples of how his clients are using video really well in their sales process. Most interesting for me was the applications he's seeing in customer retention and advocacy. I'd not thought of some of these applications before. There are lots of great examples of how to use video right across all parts of the sales process in this pod, so I'm sure you're going to dig it. Big shout out to all those who send messages on LinkedIn and via email in support of the pod. It's great to see the boss community starting to grow. If you know someone who's doing a really great job with social in their sales process, I'd love to talk to them and maybe we can have them on the podcast. Reach out to me with their name or get them to reach out to me. In the meantime, check out the conversation with Matt Barnett, CEO of Bonjourna. Okay, welcome to the Boss Podcast, where we share the best of social selling tactics and strategies. The podcast that helps you become better at using social for sales and lead generation. Right now, the most exciting thing I'm seeing in outreach is video. Using video, especially on social, has given me massive results. So it makes perfect sense to get Matt Barnett from Bonjoro on the line to chat. Hi, Matt. Hey, Mark. Awesome to be here. Yeah, thanks very much. So in your tagline, I see you call yourself the head honcho and the papa bear. And there's a real bear thing going on with Bonjoro. Do you want to tell us a little bit about, about that straight up? Yeah, like I think brand is incredibly important in any business that you build.
1: And to be fair, I think it's one of the things that new businesses don't hit the ground running with because we're in video and we, and we try to teach companies to be more personal, more authentic. Uh, we figured a little bit of a, a lightheartedness had to be kind of infused throughout the brand of the company that we do. So we, we ended up with a with characterization a bit like the MailChimp. We ended up with a bear. And then that's just kind of got baked into the company where, you know, we give new team members bear suits. We send bear suits to customers' kids. We sponsor bears. And it's, maybe it's got out of hand, but it's pretty
0: fun. It makes, a, it makes telling them to work a joy. Okay, that makes sense. I wonder why the branding, where that came from, and then when you now that you've said that you want people to share you know, their true self, be authentic, get to see people's personality. That makes sense. And I see on your LinkedIn profile that you talk a lot about company culture as well. Is so that something that's important to you?
1: Absolutely. I think, you know, like the way you succeed in business is by hiring the best people. Like it's the number one thing. And if you have a great culture, that gets a lot easier to do.
0: Okay. Well, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and of course about Bonjoro? Yeah, for sure. So um, I'm actually British originally. Uh, moved here maybe 10 years ago.
1: Originally a creative, so a designer. Uh, had a first business, started an agency here. That agency we ran, we ended up with clients in the UK, Paris, and New York. So we dealt with a lot of large FMCGs, a lot of um, large agencies, and those headquarters were overseas. Uh, with our sales process, I was head of sales as being CEO at the beginning, as I'm sure you all are. At the beginning, we would have inquiries and leads coming in, and we would always be asleep because you other up side of the world. And we, we were okay at converting them. Um, But we had to take these sales to meetings to obviously win the business. Very quickly, we decided to try something else. I used to take a ferry to work uh, here in Sydney. I used to go from Manly to the um, harbor. And as I went past the Opera House, I would have a list of every lead we had that night. Uh, We'd do a bit of research. We'd also have a look at who they were, what their job title was, last projects they'd work on. And then I would pull out my smartphone and do a video for John Archer from Ogilvy, who was head of the Budweiser account. And I would tailor a message to John, say, hey, look, John, I saw you sign last night. Obviously, I'm not in London. I'm here in Sydney. There's the Opera House. We've actually worked with Budweiser in Singapore and, and the States. Um, here's what we've done. We'd love to have a chat to you more about what we do. I will be in London in four weeks' time. Can I come in and see a team? And we send this off, and it would be 30 seconds long. And the first piece of comms any lead would ever get from my company would be one of us on video, Send them a video um, direct to their inbox. And... We tripled our response rates overnight. People got back and, you know, honestly, it, it wasn't the pitch. People come back and they were like, this is hilarious. This is awesome. Um, you, you guys have to come in and see us. It was so different, so refreshing. The fact we'd taken the time and this, and this is the thing that like, like you'll see a thread, I'll talk about video. Video is amazing. Video is just a medium. It's actually the fact that you're taking the time with a customer and you're very authentically there. That's the bit that wins them over. Long story short, one of those clients asked if they could use it with their clients. We said yes. They started sending videos. One of their customers asked if they could use it, and then, you know, six months later, I think it overtook the the, uh, the original business in terms of scale. So it went pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, interesting. Really, what you're saying is that sort of pattern interrupt of doing something a little bit different and putting yourself inside that communication has given you the opportunity to to break through and triple those response rates, which is massive.
1: It's nothing new. The older generation of salespeople, like who are successful, know this. Like it's all about relationships. The, the way you sell is you is you connect with people. On a personal level, like the best salespeople do, people like you; they they want to work with you. And there you go. You know, if you're if you're sitting there writing, you know, converting emails, and you're not an amazing copywriter, ninety percent of who you are and the way you communicate is being left out in that email. When you do a video, that all becomes apparent; it gets through. And to be honest, for a lot of us, it's a lot easier to sell in person than it is through you know online methods.
0: Yeah, well, I think most people are genuinely likable people. You know, so. If you can get that personality across on, on video, it's going to make a big difference. I I, you know, the reason why I've asked you on is I'm a massive fan of video right now. It's it's working really well for me. And I like it because it gives salespeople, and, and that's my target audience, if you like, gives salespeople the opportunity to take the very best of telephone and email and get rid of some of the worst parts that they're worried about. And what I mean by that is, you know, once you've got the technology such as yours sorted out, it's pretty easy to shoot a video at your desk or have their LinkedIn profile behind them and give them a message that's personalized because clearly there's a picture of them in the background, right? And there's no opportunity for them to provide you with objections. There's no opportunity for them to provide you with an instant rejection, which is what a lot of salespeople, let's face it, are concerned about. If you stuff it up, you can just re-record it. So you can actually present a really good version of yourself via video, but take that personal, you know, your personality with you in some kind of I haven't really thought this through, but like in an edited version, and I think it's got all the best parts of email in that you can create the structure, and it's also got the best parts of a face-to-face meeting. But it's considerably more efficient. And I just don't know that a lot of people have thought about it like that.
1: And there's also another side to that. To it, oh, and we see this. So we have you know hundreds of thousands of videos going out every week, and you know interestingly, when I look at the sales side, so twenty percent. At least before the current current status of the world, 20% of our messages were being sent when people were on their commutes. Uh So there's another side here, which is you you have the kind of practice polish part. And obviously, as you you do your pitch, you get better and better. But there's also the other side, which is the stuff that really seems to work as well is when people are, are having a coffee and they're doing a video then, you know, or they're getting lunch or they're now the state of the world is now people are sending videos when they're in the kitchen with their kids. And it actually has this added layer of people where where obviously the, you know, the, the leads and the customers are like, well, I've got kids too. Like I absolutely understand what it is you're going through. And there's this idea of absolutely getting the the authentic piece through, kind of dropping down the walls and being like, well, this is who I am as a human. Am, am I someone you, you want to work with? And that stuff seems to work too. So it, it it's this balance of, yeah, you know, get what it is you're saying, always like like have your pitch, always have an ask. But don't worry too much about being absolutely perfect because Something that's slightly unperfect is actually more real and more believable.
0: Well, I think we're in this vacuum at the moment where there's so much AI and so much, you know, personalization at scale. And you can't see me, but I'm using, you know, fake inverted commas there. You know, everyone's trying to automate things so that they can send out outreach or, or any type of messaging that's automated to make it feel like it's personalized, when in actual fact personalization is going to have some flaw because it's none of us are perfect. And I think video gives you a great vehicle to be able to do that. I think it's awesome. We have an ethos here that we can of
1: live by, and this goes way beyond video. And I think the point is automate processes but never relationships. So the whole point about the process part side and the scale side is to take out all the stuff that you don't need to do, like, which doesn't involve humans. So it should actually give you more time to then spend
0: on your customers and your leads. Yep, lovely. So the guy that actually put me on to you uh, about 12 months ago, was telling me that he'd signed up for an account of some description, and um, you know, next morning somebody from New York or something had made a short video from him with some AE or BDM standing on the top of a building in New York or something. Said, "Hey, you know, yeah. hey Mark, you know, this is Mary. I'm just letting you know. Thanks for signing up. Blah blah blah." And I just think that's that's just out of control. That's fantastic. It's a great way to build relationships. So, what can you tell us about the current growth of video in communications, and especially inside sales, but also a little bit more broadly? Do You have any data? I think interesting
1: is the last couple of months. <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> like, like, like how uh, how current do you want to go? You know, video in terms of data online has gone up by like nine times. I, th- I think I'm not talking about like media consumption, like, like Netflix and stuff, but like video in terms of like comms has like gone up by by nine times across the board because every single meeting has moved onto video, and you know the average company has two point three meetings today. So it's just gone up to the roof. I think sales has moved. I've had to move on to video. Post sales has moved on video. Like support, like, like, like Everything's gone there. So this is why you see, you know, Zoom go, going to the roof. Video sharing has gone to the roof. Like we, we've we seen it directly. Like people using us have gone to the roof. And there's, yeah, there's two sides here. One is like obviously video with team. The, other, the more important side is um video with customers. So demo is moving online. Calls moving online. First touching base, like it's asynchronous video messages like we're doing video through LinkedIn is finally people are starting to use video on LinkedIn. Like, like it's been there for a while. And I feel like no, no one was using it. And then suddenly I'm like, people are starting to do video messages. And I'm like, it's weird how it took this to get it going. So like, honestly, it's, it's growing. This isn't going to stop now. So I think the other part of this is the efficiency. I love having coffee. I love meeting people. Like I'm a big hugger. Like I like shaking hands. However, in the time that I could do one
0: of those, I could do four calls on video. Yeah, well, I don't think we're shaking hands anytime soon, to be honest. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So, you know, you must have a whole bunch of data and and case studies and that sort of thing just from supporting all of these different businesses. How are people using it effectively in that that sales space at the moment? What are you seeing?
1: Our most common use case, I would suggest that this is a good place to start because I think getting onto video as a regular way to communicate with customers, look, it might be a bit of a hurdle some of us, getting used to it, I think video meetings are actually probably easier. I think asynchronous is, is another piece because you have to do your pitch. And by I say asynchronous, this is a point where, you know, you're sending a one-way video message to a customer so or to a lead. So either either out cold or potentially as a second touch point. Uh, obviously ch- chatting with you, Mark, I think the most common use case we see and the place where everyone starts is using video as a second touch point. And here is potentially, if you do have a lead funnel that's coming in, or you do have, obviously, you're doing outbound and you're getting responses to that, the very next thing you do is drop a video through. So obviously, the reason is, um, and you drop a personal video through. So, you know, if Jemima signs up from Atlanta, you want to do a video for Jemima. You want to mention her, her company, maybe something about their culture. You want to mention, you know, again, personalized content to her so that she, who is looking at, you know, five other suppliers goes, oh, wow, these guys actually do care. These guys have actually taken the time you know, I'm going to hop on to call them first. Um, so if you have these coming, if you have, have inquiries, if you have people following you on Twitter, if you have people on LinkedIn who've just connected with you, all of that, I would count as the first touch point. If you then drop a video through when you've been advising be like, oh, by the way, here I am. You know, it's a beautiful day here in, in Sydney or, or wherever. Just want to check in, just say hi. And just want to ask, you know, if you want to hop on a call, would love to share, you know, you a bit more about, about our process and our services and offering. It's an awesome place to do it. And if you do that, you know, across the board, we can't see that these kind of messages get about three times the response rates as, as text. Okay. So as in text, as in email, or is that what you mean? Text as in
0: any text format. So email, LinkedIn, written messages, social. So what I really like about your platform is you can actually send pretty easily messages via text, short video messages via text. I think that's pretty powerful too. Probably something that's a little bit further down the funnel. I'm not sure that you'd use that as a cold outreach. But that worked really nicely. Well done on that. It says cold. So like link to video. I mean, you can't mention
1: this. Yeah, like I've just seen it start to take off. Like honestly, it works because the other thing to think about now is that although we're talking about video here and we're saying how, how great video is, uh, the reality is the vast, vast majority of sales teams are not using video, even now with leads and with cold outreach. Obviously, they're they're doing calls on video, which is fine. So it's very unique to still get somebody Pop your message, and again, the personalization. You know, if you if you send a video to someone on Twitter, but it's actually to them, and you mention the name, you know, and do it, it's just not something that people are doing because I think again, everyone's still trapped in the scale bucket. So, if you can do that, I promise you, right now is a, is the best time to start because it's still absolutely unique.
0: Yeah, I think there's something to explore there, and I just want to share how I'm using video on LinkedIn. I get a lot of LinkedIn connections, and for those people who have been listening and follow me, they know that. I'm actually quite picky. So I only choose to uh, 40 or 60%, 50% of people that send me a LinkedIn connection I would connect with based on geographical and job type. And then out of that, you know, there's about 50% of those I would send a, when I accept the connection request, I would send them a video. So I'd send them a bonjour and say, hey, you know, here's some of the ways that you can take advantage of being connected to me. And I might point them, I start out on their LinkedIn profile. So when they get that video, it's got a picture of them there. So it looks super, Personalized, and then I drag them across to my profile. And so I say, look, here's three or four resources for free that you could use. So it's not an ask, but it's a great way to interact. And I think I've got about a 70% response rate beyond just a thumbs up. You know, usually people are saying, hey, that's pretty cool. And, and I got a lot of people saying, that's a great strategy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use that myself. So is that the sort of thing that you're seeing that's working well? Yeah, like,
1: absolutely. And, like, um, you know, you said there, the whole response rate piece is the thing. Like you're trying to start a conversation here, like any sales. Yeah, the, the number one outcome for you should be that person engages and starts a conversation because then, and then, and then it's over to your skill, like there in sales. Like get that conversation started, get someone to say wow, and obviously, like the piece behind this is that you've just started that relationship on the best possible footing. So when you then go into the next stage of the funnel, this person is you know approaching you in the best possible mindset. So yeah, selling should be a lot easier as well.
0: And something that I've also been able to use very effectively on LinkedIn is, like, typically we connect with people, and either you start a conversation or you don't, right? And the longer that you don't talk to each other, there's sort of there's a even though you're connected, there becomes a bit of a divide. I've found using Bonjour a great way to be able to reach out to those connections who you haven't spoken to or they've slipped through the net, because you've already got that connection, and you can send a video to them and say, "Hey." hey, Matt, you know, I know we've been connected for a while. It just made sense to see if you were across blah, 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 blah. It's a really easy way to stand out. And I guess you know, I share that as a strategy for people to re-engage with their clients, customers, prospects that have, might have gone a little bit cold So you know, or ghosting them a little bit. But also the reason why I think that works, Matt, is because it's just such a pattern interrupt, like nobody's doing it. You know, how far away are we going to be before everyone's doing it? What's, are you worried about that yet? I think the best analogy there is probably Twitter.
1: So, <laughs> every company in the world, all of us on day one, we start our Twitter account. Um, how many people use it use, use Twitter effectively? It's a very, very small percentage of those companies. I think the same will be with with this. So everyone's got
0: a Twitter account, but no one's using it properly.
1: Some are. Obviously, you you do like there's you know, some of us do. I think a lot of people kind of again start it and then kind of don't 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 really go with it. I think with the video thing. Yeah, there's a piece as well here is is are you the kind of person who is very willing to expose yourself, hop on video, like, you know, drop, drop all those barriers, take the time with leads and customers, whereas other people are going to be looking for shortcuts? If you're that kind of person, you know, then I, I would suggest you'll do pretty well. And obviously, it's a learned practice, you know, the more you do of these. I think I've spent, I was working out the other day, because we obviously use it, you know, ourselves with our own customers. I think I've spent seven and a half days of my life doing asynchronous videos now. <laughs> um so so you know like it's gonna be hard to compete with like i know what works like hands down again it's one of these things where not everyone will do it video will be used more for sure you know are people still going to take because it, it still takes time and that's the thing you like like you know the, the best sales in the world are the ones who do their research take the time build the personal relationships obviously you know how to sell beyond that not everyone's a great salesperson
0: their video doesn't magically make that It's interesting that you should say that. I think the sales landscape, I think professional selling now is more focused on quality than quantity than ever before. We actually had a B2B meetup, virtual meetup last night, and Justin Myers, the head of sales from Asperian, was saying that he'd broken the numbers down for his teams and his best salespeople were operating off 40% less leads month after month, but converting 50% more revenue, I think. So moving away from this sort of like, how can I get 60 messages out today so that I can get three responses to how can I get 10 messages out today so that I can get four responses? If we're not going there, I think it's where we should be going. You know. And I think video plays is a really important part in that because it allows you to bring your whole self in that way that I mentioned before, even though it's an edited version and you can, you can sort of practice it and you can dress it up a little bit. And if you make a mistake, you can try again and there's no opportunity for... Prospects to challenge you on the spot, but I think video is a really powerful way for you to be able to work on that quality piece rather than just quantity. And I think the fact that you can't scale it—you know, like if I could send 150 videos in one day, I think it would lose its impact, wouldn't it? It's law of reciprocation. If I'm being pitched to by service providers,
1: I want to know that someone's putting the effort. You know, like I want to know that someone's researched us. They know what they're talking about, and that you know when they're giving me their value, that value is tailored to, to my needs. Now as an online tech company, the amount of emails we get a day from uh, like unsolicited sales emails that are awful, there's probably one, may, <laughs> maybe, maybe one every couple of weeks where I'm like, this person's really looked into us. This is great, yeah? And it might not, it might not even be something that we're going to use, but we'd we'll actually share it internally and be like, this is a damn good like, start. People who take the time are always more likely to win our business. And I mean, may, maybe like, I, I think there's an interesting caveat here from our experience right now is that we've been looking at moving to a different CRM recently. It's, it's, it's a big move for us. And I was talking to my head of sales and, he was been, and he's been talking to a few, a few larger companies, you know, HubSpot, Salesforce, et cetera. And he said, the difficulty it was to get somebody on a call to do a demo and walk him through is shocking. It's like people have been pushing away and they want to automate it. And they're like, oh know you can go re- re- read our forums on uh, how to use this. It's kind of like hit us and we're like, what is happening here? Like, why aren't these people taking time? And this is back to your point where you said, is everyone going to get on video and everyone's going to do a great job? I just, you know, again, the best of us will. Many people seem, seem to not be getting that. Like I absolutely hear, hear what you're saying. I absolutely agree. You know, I think there's opportunity for those who will take like your words to heart and go and do it.
0: Well, I was just being a little bit of the devil's advocate. I actually think there's a lot of space here for good salespeople to really stand out. And when I say salespeople, I guess there's a lot of other uses. And I'd probably like you to share some of those in that sort of customer service space or customer experience, customer success. I'd imagine there'd be huge opportunities for video use if people haven't thought about that. Have you got some examples to share on that side? Yeah, absolutely. So there's, there's four areas that I see
1: video get used. So very specifically, uh, lead conversion. So lead conversion, and this is cold and, uh, and warm leads coming in. Secondly is what I call activation. So this is when you have customers and leads that are engaged with, with the company. And this might be a salesperson. This might be customer success by this point. When they're on board and they've essentially been sold to, you still lose some of those customers because they get distracted by life or they don't get, get the services properly set up. And so you're using video to get back into those ones who've lapsed and say, hey, you're not finished. Go into X, Y, Z. Third is, and you mentioned this, re-engagement. So especially if you haven't tried video before, older leads have gone dead. Clients have gone quiet. This is used a lot in things like gyms and stuff. People running fitness companies, obviously this is, this is a crucial part of that sass and technology this is used a lot get in touch with a video and try and reactivate people and then the last area i think this is almost the most important is at the end of the funnel crazy advocates and so what i mean here is that i'm sure you've all heard the stats but it's you know anywhere between five and twenty times cheaper to make another dollar off of an existing customer than it is to go and get a new customer yep and I think this is an area where a lot of us have gaps in our businesses where it's much more fun and, and easy to focus on, on new customers coming in. But when a customer has been with you with you for a year, how do you get that customer to double their spend? How do you get that customer to bring all, all their you know, other departments from the business in? How do you get that customer to not just stay with you for a year, but stay with you for 15 years? And I think video is a wonderful piece here because you can check in with people and say, hey, hey, John, I just saw this article on XYZ. I'm going to share it over. You know, it just made, made me think of you. Always check in and just make sure, you know, everything's, everything's going well with our service. Like, you know, you've been with us for two years you know, and thank you. That kind of stuff isn't often done and isn't done well. And if you do that, you then get customers to leave reviews and bring in referrals and pay more and stay for longer.
0: Well yes and I think you know when people give you a referral or a recommendation they're also making a commitment that they're more likely to stay with you right so there's a as part of their own internal process if I'm giving you a public commitment to how good your services are I'm significantly less likely to move away from you as a service provider so that's called consistency which is one of the six principles of persuasion so or influence I should say so you know if you say hey is fantastic and I say that publicly you know, then I'm significantly more likely to stay with you as a supplier. So that's an awesome strategy. And if you can get them to do it on video, even better still.
1: I think one example here is pretty relevant is, I've seen a great example in mortgage broking. So as you get your client approved for their mortgage, or even better, once they get their house, send a video. So there's a, there's a team here in Australia do this, and they send a video and they stand up and they go in the office, and there's about 40 people, and then everyone in the office cheers. And <laughs> they sit down and they say, you know, congratulations on the house, this is amazing. And then, and then at the end of it, they say, if there's anyone else, you know, looking for mortgage at, the, at this point forward, love to have a chat to them. And the amount of referrals they get because they go and ask for it and they ask for it when this client is extremely happy. It's a great point in their life. They also associate all that goodwill back with the mortgage broker and they, and they refer in new customers. And then they go, oh, what else do you guys do? Oh, you also do wealth management. Let's talk about that.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Great strategy. And that, you know what? I think I got two gold class tickets from my last mortgage broker. I know. I think I would have preferred to get like a fun video. You know, I'm not big on movies, but there you go. And I want to go back to what you said there because I think it's a really important point more broadly about sales. And there's three ways you can increase your revenue. There is only three one, increase the price that you sell your products to, to your existing clients. So you increase it from a dollar to a dollar 15 to get a 15% increase. You sell more of your products and services to your existing clients or you sell to new clients. There's really, they're really the only three ways that you can do it. So I think it's great that you've highlighted that and that video has got a a piece to play in the sell more to your existing clients. Because I know when I was sitting down and thinking about what we're talking about today, I hadn't thought of that. So that's a great share, Matt. That's awesome. Yeah. If you can crack that part of the funnel, you're onto
1: a winner. Yeah. And I think I don't, again, I don't think enough businesses do as well, you know, and if you Yeah, like sell more to existing customers. The more they spend with you, the more embedded they're going to get, and they're going to
0: stay for longer. So, I just want to share very quickly how I'm using video outside of social. So, I know this is a best of social selling podcast, but for those people who follow me, Nord know that I also operate in the traditional space, and I've been using video effectively in that second or third attempt. So, you know, if I'm reaching out to somebody for the second or third time, rather than send them, you know, another email, a checkup email, or if I've sent them some content via an email or via some other method, so let's say I've put something in the mail, I would then send them a, a video delivered via email referencing that piece of content and why I thought that piece of content was important for them in their role and why I thought that piece of content was important and relevant for their organisation. So super personalised, and I'd try and find a way to, to make that personalised for them, whether it be just their website as the backdrop, you know, with my photo in the little left hand corner. Mm-hmm of the screen or their LinkedIn profile. But if you've got their business card or some sort of literature, then I'd hold that up. And I found that to be very, very powerful as well. So I just wanted to share that with those who, who were looking for a tactical ways that they could use video. So Matt, I guess the next question that's obvious for me is what are the hurdles for most salespeople do you think to be using video and what can they do about that?
1: Yeah, so I think there's probably two. The number one is obviously getting started. I think if you haven't done this before, haven't done asynchronous, you might think it's hard to do I can tell you right now, it's definitely not. Uh, I don't really have a face of video, and I've done seven and a half days of it. <laughs> it's worked fine. Um, <laughs> look, look, it's one of those things, like anything, you, you think it's a lot harder than it is. You get started and you realize that how easy it is. Like you say, it's very forgiving. You can practice. And, you know, once you get good feedback, you'll be like, wow, this works. And off we go. So, like, for some reason, I think, I think uh, as Tom mentioned, you know, I think this is right. I think maybe video has been on, on a bit of a pedestal because. Prior to the last few years, video was always, you know, the realm of, of movie stars and and TV shows, and now it's you know our realm. So, if, if you have any, any worries about that, honestly, I would just say get over it. And I'd start doing it. I think the second area is is process. I'm a massive fan of process. So I think where you're using these videos uh, for leads, for existing customers, for growth, wherever you can build processes that take the thinking out of it. So, you know, like the way, the way we build Bonjour is that it sits on top of your CRM, whatever it is, and you build triggers so that, you know, it says, you know, when a customer's been with you for, you know, a year and three days, send me a, a notification, give me some information and tell me to send the video. Or once a, you know, a, a new lead comes in, can you notify my, my sales team in the right country, give them all the customer information so they can do a video and then off they go. If you can build the process that, you know, every day you come in and you know you've got five to do, you're not thinking about it, then it becomes easy. If you're having to think off the cuff, should I send a video to so and so on today? Who should I reach out to today? It starts to get harder. And obviously, this is just sales in general. Like, like build processes, find out what works, test, bake it in, and then making the videos becomes just you know another task to do for the day.
0: Yeah, and my gut feeling is that salespeople will be trying to make it more difficult than it actually is. So they will be trying to create the perfect backdrop. You know, like. I mean, when you're on the ferry on the way to, across the, the harbour, there's a perfect backdrop and, and that worked for you because you're there every day. But, you know, I, I'm concerned. I, I believe that salespeople, well, I'll wait till I've got my best shirt on. I'll wait till I've got my best outfit on. I'll wait until my hair's done. I'll wait until, you know, there's nobody in the background. I'll wait until and, – and I'm not sure that that's actually that important. I think people really want to see your face the way that you speak, your, your ticks. you know. They're looking for the, the authentic you. They're not too worried about the background. Do you guys have tips for that sort of stuff on your website and, and that sort of thing to help people get past some of those things?
1: Yeah, we have training. I think more importantly, we, we probably have about 30 case studies of different industries from finance all the way through to e-commerce, SaaS, non-profit, you name it. Uh, watch some of those videos people do and, and you'll see that they're, they're they're very raw. They're very non-perfect. Um, honestly, uh, this is not just video sales. This is everyone going, I'll oh, wait until things are perfect to do something. Um I think yeah. the best, best way to, to build and to, to build any job, business, whatever it is you're doing, just start. Just do it. If it's not perfect, don't worry about it. You'll figure that out down the line. You'll have more impact starting today than you will waiting three months. And with sales, you know, don't be a salesperson. You know, come across as a human. That's what people want. They don't want to see the you know, perfect. None of us are perfect. If you're perfect, it you know, makes
0: us feel uncomfortable. 100% agree. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly what I wanted to hear, and that's good stuff. So is there any standout usages, case studies, if you like, examples of, of use that you can share that we haven't spoken about so that people that were perhaps using video now could take the next step or people that aren't using video at all you know, might be able to use video? Have we, have we covered just about everything, or is there something additional for you to share with us? The best thing I can do is, is maybe
1: share um, after the podcast a couple of links to some case studies again because it depends on your industry. But uh, like I, I would just... I think if you're starting to use with leads, like I would expect you to get two to three times the kind of response rates. You know, if you're using it through email, you'll get 70 to 80% open rates. If you're using it to combat things like churn, you'll knock into that 20% once you get up and running. Have a look. We've got probably a case of every every industry. Have a look. We have exact templates. So we even tell you what, what those customers say, how they set it up, when they send it on the funnel. So there's, there's really easy resources to get started play around with that and then once obviously you know you start to understand it and get and get into your groove customize
0: it to, to your business and your process all right well we'll make sure we stick those links in the show notes for people to be able to follow uh, they sound like awesome resources so just in closing Matt what's next for Bonjoro? so it's taking that that ethos i mentioned at the beginning the whole
1: idea of automate processes and dev relationships like that step further uh, i think video is an amazing tool it's an amazing medium it is a medium i think what's yeah, the next stage of what's important is trying to help you work out, like you said, down down to quality. If you have 100 leads coming in, which are the five that you should invest 90% of your time into? And we're looking at uh, how we interpret um, data and, and and help you make those decisions easier.
0: Okay. Well, I can't wait to see how the business grows. I mean, this whole space is going, going ballistic. I saw overnight outreach have raised another $50 million. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So- <laughs> So um, hopefully some of that will come your way very, very, very shortly. That'll be nice. Yeah, it's a, it's a good time. But yeah, It is. So, mate, how would you like people to interact with you or in the business personally? Is there, is there any particular advice? Did you want to connect with a whole bunch of people? Did you want to send them to somebody else? Is there a, a, simply a website? What, what's your thoughts there?
1: Yeah, two things. First of all, if you want to connect with me, reach out on LinkedIn. If you search for Papa Bear, I'm the, <laughs> I'm the guy in the, the, the bear suit. Hit me up. And uh, I say this a lot, a lot of people don't. So hit me up, you know, reach out, blow me away. Like, you know, it's it's not that hard to do. I'm very easily impressed. (laughs) But do reach out. And the other thing is, like, if you want to check out Bonjour, go to bonjour.com. If you sign up, you will get a video from one of my teams somewhere in the world. So you'll experience it firsthand, hopefully, which will help connect some of the
0: dots. And then, you know what? Honestly, invest 10 minutes. It's it's not a lot to see if this kind of stuff works. Yeah. And in closing, listeners, This is the most exciting thing that I'm using right now. It's getting the the best response rate. So we heard Matt talking about 80% open rates, You know, two or three times response rates to normal. This is what I'm seeing. So the reason why I've got Matt on today is to share some of those strategies and to share the love if you like. So get on a Bonjoro, download the tools, start using them. You will see these fantastic responses, so I guarantee you. So that's it for a week. Matt, thanks very much for joining us. It's been emotional. (laughs) got a mental picture of you sitting in your bear suit at your, at your home office. I hope that's true. Everybody, I'll see you next week. Of course, as per usual, if you like this podcast, please share it with your the friends and buddies and tell people that we exist. The more people that can listen to some of these great strategies, the better. Otherwise, I'll see you all next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Please help others just like you find this podcast by spreading the word. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and rate us wherever you source your podcasts. Thank you for listening to The Boss Podcast. Join us next time for even more tactics, discussion, and ideas to help you improve your social outreach.